in our conversation of the day in a moment or two uh, we will be chatting to Umamanisi Matule she is an inspirational speaker facilitator and MC in short in a short while we'll be chatting to her on issues of co-parenting all right we'll be talking about how to get a co-parenting right and uh, co-parenting is when two adults who are no longer in a relationship with each other are raising a child uh, together and it's a very tricky relationship because you you may find that both partners have moved on and they have other partners in their lives and for others they you know they find a way to make it work they find a way to find a rhythm to make it work without even going to the courts for others they need to involve you know the court system and they need uh to make sure that um you know they're going to the courts to make sure that somebody's paying up and that somebody's playing their part so for some it doesn't come uh, naturally and for others it does so mama nisi today in a moment or two will be sharing with us how to get it right 18 minutes after four o'clock we do have a poem from a loyal listener and our listener's name is chris poswa and he wrote a Mandela poem, okay? Chris, thank you so much. He sent us this poem and he said, SFM, this is my contribution to Mandela Day. And this is a poem from a listener. It says, a personification of humanity, an embodiment of Ubuntu, an epitome of humility. Such was Holy Hlatla Nelson Mandela. Although Mandela is dead and gone, his legacy lives on. Mandela's patriotism for this country knows no boundary. Hence, we know even in death, his spirit embraces it. Mandela laid a foundation for negotiations and leaders came to the fore to prevent a civil war and the country didn't burn but through the stroke of a pen our freedom was achieved and some races were aggrieved. More people were killed. Hence this freedom did not come cheap. It's a legacy we must keep. Hence, we were told, even by our wives, to dis- to defend it with our lives. Mandela brought us political freedom and social cohesion. Now the ball is in our court to fight for racial cohesion and economic freedom. Thank you so much to you, Chris Poswa, for sending us this uh, poem. And if you also like to send us a voice note, please do so to wish Udatu Nelson Mandela a happy birthday. You can also send us an SMS to do so. We'd like to hear from you. Mamanisi, a very good morning and thank you so much for joining us. I'm doing very well. Thank you for being with us. Before we start, it is a very special day today. What is your message as we celebrate the 100th birthday of Utatu Nelson Mandela? Hmm. A very important um, centenary uh, it is, Kanye. My message would be to every leader out there to please try and reach out to every individual who is in need of their support or who is in need of being mentored so that one day when they are no longer in leadership, there's at least somebody who can still continue with what they have been good at because we have a we have an issue with a leadership baiting passing. If that can happen to every random child and not every child that already has possibilities, mm. but to every random child without possibilities who believes that they can make it, it would mean the whole world, I believe, to Udata. Ah, wonderful words. Thank you so much to you, Mamanisi. 
Today we're talking about a very sensitive issue. Some uh, call it baby mama drama, baby daddy drama. You know, the issue of co-parenting when two people are no longer in a relationship together, either through divorce or through a relationship ending, and they are raising a child together. Let's just start by defining what exactly is co-parenting. A very, a very emotional, indeed, um, conversation. Co-parenting is when two people are now helping each other from different households to look after um, a life that used to be under one roof. So we're talking about parents that have separated, that have gone their different ways, but there's still that one particular life that is dependent on the both of them to continue being parents mm. to, 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 to them. So now this relationship can either work well or it could be difficult. And there are a number of contributing factors as to why this is the case. Now, when we find, um, you know, hurt and anger that's still prevalent in that relationship, you know, men always accuse women of using children as pawns, you know, to keep them away from them, to, you know, make the relationship difficult. But on the other hand, women also say, but the men also then run away from their financial responsibilities they use um you know the baby mama term to 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 run away from what's theirs i mean it can get very very messy but i want us to perhaps stick to just one or two points on this issue you say to make co-parenting work set hurt and anger aside why Mm. um because you need to be able to separate your feelings from the behavior Mm. Once you have set your feelings away from the behavior, it is then very easily for you to be able to to continue with being a parent without barriers. But if there are more feelings attached than what the behavior is, it becomes a problem. The truth is the behavior that needs to be consistent here is that of you being a parent, irrespective of whether you guys are separated or not. Mm. It shouldn't come as a paying price for the child. It shouldn't become as a burden for the child that you two have decided to separate. It, 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 it is the behavior of being a parent through and through and showing the consistent things that you used to show to your child Mm. without ease or without failing. Let's talk about the role that the courts play in aiding this relationship to work because sometimes, you know, people play their role because of certain court orders that are in place. It It is actually very sad to have to take it to that level where the court has to set rules for you because one thing that we need to know is that when we are living happily ever after, there's no court that is setting rules for us. We set rules for ourselves and that comes in a very natural, loving way to the child and to both of us. But once we start having that drift and we feel the need to bring the court, it becomes sort of a whether you want to or not, a must type of thing. Mm. And it, it becomes such a, an obligation for, for a parent to, 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 to continue with their duties or their roles. And therefore, it could end up in resentment as much as the court will help you get the results that you want out of the other parent. 
it, it, it wouldn't yield as much emotional and physical support as, 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 as it should in, in natural space or in natural terms. So the court always yields results that are of, you need to do this, and it needs to be done at this particular time. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, then you must know that a second step is being taken. It is not a nice platform for anybody to find themselves into, but at times it becomes necessary when the other party is now deciding to draw back and not pull their weight to assist the, the, the party that is more involved. Now, you say that another way that we can actually get the co-parenting relationship right is by improving communication with your co-parent. Talk to us about this. Um, communication is one important aspect of the separation because it, 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 if the communication is not as... It doesn't have good boundaries. I think it is important that we, we, we emphasize that when parents are separated, they need to set boundaries in terms of communication. Mm-hmm. And one of the first most important things that they need to do is they need to see this communication um, as a business transaction. And that business is the child. Whether we like it or not, the business that is involved is a child. And mm-hmm. I'm saying a business transaction because it is only in business that we believe that even if we don't like somebody, we still have to react or be professional. So if we can apply that to this, then we will remain respectful and we will have clear communication um, um, boundaries without any throwing of shades, without any disrespect or without even showing the child our emotions that are maybe at that moment heated towards the other party, but we will remain on the same level throughout. And that will create confidence because our child will know that we both love them. And it will make the transition of divorce very easily to adjust and quickly for the kids to adjust to because they see that we are able to communicate. And in fact, it will also add on as a benefit to the child because if we are then understanding each other better in terms of communication, that is going to create a better problem-solving possibility for the child to say, I remember growing up that my parents had separated but they would always find amicable solutions for me. So it is another positive that a child could get for as long as we are learning to be better people in conversating to each other. So are you saying that it also does affect the child the way that co-parents treat each other and the type of relationship that they have? We need to understand that the one person that is going to be truly affected more than us who think we head out of this situation is the child because this is the child that we 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 taught the importance of doing things together from a home-based care we taught them the love of doing things together as mom dad and them now as soon as that security has been shaken off we need to go back and reassure them because a part of them will feel as if mom and dad separated because of me mom and dad 
they will sort of think of all the the things that happened that they sort of became a reason why there was a clash and associate that with themselves and why you guys separated. So it is very important that we go back and we try and and, and reinforce the security that we as parents have taken away from the child to say it is still our responsibility. Whether at this moment we don't see eye to eye, but we, we must see eye to eye, and we must be consistent in the rules that we set for this child. Even though we have separated and are living our separate lives, we must be consistent in the rules that we put in place for them in our home at the time that we're still together. So that even when we separated, they know that whether I'm at mom's or at dad's, these rules still apply, and therefore the separation had nothing to do with me. It was their business. My rules and everything is still untouched and everything is still as it should be. Mm. If they used to go out with daddy on Tuesdays, then it must still continue. If it means you, mommy, picking up the phone and reminding daddy, even outside your comfort, then do it. If it's something that you used to do for the sake of the little life, for the sake of them not feeling lost and having to find themselves again and be more confused. You know, Mama Nisi, you're raising such an important point that I'd actually never thought about before, that keep the parenting consistent. What used to be the rules at home when Mommy and Daddy are together, it's still the rules. And don't you find, though, that this is where parents sometimes go wrong? They try to score points with the kids by being the the cool parent, by being the nice parent and painting the other as the bad cop. And I'm the mm-hmm. cool cop. So when you're at my house, you know, that's where we have fun and that's where we cool and when we at daddy's house you know that's where it's strict or when we at mommy's house that's where it's strict and with daddy it's fun 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 very true Kali. very very true this is you know it, it requires you to really understand what parenting means it means that you need to be to be selfless you always come after not before that is what parenting means immediately when you see your child not wanting to visit the other party you need to be concerned and not happy you need to 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 deal with the visitation refusal and understand as in why because you find that the reason why they don't want to visit the other party is because at the other party's house maybe they receive less attention now it is your duty as the party that is aware of the whole thing for the sake of the child to alert that other party that you must be careful that your less attentiveness is actually resulting in them refusing to visit you. That does not make them necessarily necessarily the the, the rebels, Mm. but it is because they are lacking something that I on this side is continue, continuing with, something that we both gave them. So continue or try and work on that even when you are emotional. Yeah. But you need to be, you need to be keep focused. You cannot lose that focus no matter what you are going through. Now you need to keep your issues to yourself and not put your child in the middle and be able to keep focused on their needs and be able to deliver them at the very standard that you set because there's nobody else that set the standard. It was you and your partner that set the standard. Now, if you started with the standard, 
don't drop the standard. Rather actually be the better you for the both of you and the child so that it becomes very easy for the transition of of, 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 of co-parenting to happen. One thing that is also important, Kani, uh, in terms of us not wanting to shine more than the other parents, mm. is that whenever we, we, we have those visitations, we must never at any point um, pick up the child. Because that could mean that at the time of our pick-up, there is something that they are busy with yeah. the, the, the other parent. And when we get there, we might be interfering with that. And that might be very uncomfortable because you'd be like, I'm here and I want to go now. Yeah. And you are busy with your things. So please just make sure that the child is here now. And so ready. it's always important to just drop them. Yeah. but never pick them up. Make it the other party's um, responsibility to drop them off as well so that the, the, the transition of now you are at your mother's is said and they understand that now daddy has got me back, returned me to mommy, mm. and therefore I need to be able to say, hi, mom, I'm back. Yeah. yeah. And the same with you going to daddy's. And, and and finally, before uh, Mamanisi, I let you go, let's talk about the positives of getting it right. Because, I mean, we've seen some couples um, doing a great job at this. And, you know, I, I think they've, uh, you know, adopted some of the points that you've made it. But what are some of the success stories in terms of when parents do get it right? We have, we have a lot of success stories. Um, um, however, we are a nation that is very negative orientated we tend to focus more on the negatives than what the positives are and negatives tend to travel faster than what positive mm. is um there's quite a lot of parents that are co-parenting that are doing an incredible job and i i sometimes look at them and i feel maybe they need to just come to the ground and give it to those that are working their same journey to say in fact, this could be the most beautiful thing that your child can ever be uh, experiencing because the child will still be able to to be strong mm. and learn the basics of both a mother and father and be able to put them in practice in their own lives. And this child will even be much more... I, I need to emphasize how important this is. They will be the best at problem solving because they, the rest of their life would have been problem solved, if you understand. If, if the co-parenting works well, that means it, it is one of the, 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 the characters of their relationship yes. that, they, the, that they will achieve for the rest of their life. And that is one thing to look back and say, as parents, we should be proud that we've given our child a, 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 a blast in terms of all these other things. They will even be, be able to relate to the opposite sexes with understanding and with respect because they look at them and say, even though we had this and that, we managed to to, to, to raise a, a, a child out of the situation. And therefore, for them, it will be like, I have such a huge respect for both my parents because irrespective of the individual life that they started, they managed to maintain the standard that they set for me, and therefore I understand the role that they each played, and it is so important to me because they had to go outside 
their normality outside themselves and outside the box to try and continue giving me this beautiful life. And that truly requires special people. And I have to say bravo to every parent that is doing this gracefully. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mama Nisi Matula, for joining us and every week sharing great wisdom with us on issues around parenting. We're back again next week. Have a great day, Mama Nisi. Thanks to you, Chukai, and the rest of your listeners. There you go. You can connect with her on our social media platforms. Go to our uh, page at SFM Radio. You'll see all her social media handles there. It's 23 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us. We're getting into our Get Up and Go.